Welcome to Rooted and Robust Podcast. Welcome to Rooted and Robust Podcast. My name is Ozioma Anyoji and I'm joined on the show today um, with an amazing woman. <laughs> yes, she is a psychologist. Well, she's going to tell us more about herself, but she's a psychologist and a lecturer at the University of Nigeria, Soka. And today we are going to discuss um, something very important, something that has been wrecking us in this age. I'm talking about mental health. She's going to help us um, talk about mental health in a way that is going to benefit us today greatly. So she's a psychologist, which is why she's perfect for this topic. So she's going to help us do all the justice <laughs> discussing this topic today. So welcome, Mrs. Ifunanya. Thank you so much, Ma, for joining us today. Oh, thank you, Sema. Um, hi, everybody. My name is Ifunanya Chukweke. I'm a psychologist and a lecturer in the Department of Psychology, University of Nigeria. And I'm also the co-founder of Internet Innovation Center. I'm kind of interested in tech. In psychology, <laughs> and I found it perfect to marry them. Wow. Okay, so um, that's a big intro. Yeah, of course. Okay, so interestingly, you you are you are passionate about tech, and you're a psychologist, and you've married both. So, can you tell us how you've been able to marry psychology and tech at the same time? What where's the balance? In both? Um, yeah, people always find the time amazing when they find out I do two of them and yeah. do them well. So, um, well, I it's interest, it's passion, really, because once you have passion in something, sort of sick, you know, you keep yeah. digging deeper. Mm-hmm. It keeps being your interest. So, um, I think I've always had passion in, in anything that really brings solution, you know. I, I love mental health, if I'll use that word, mm-hmm. but there are not things I can touch, you know, yeah. they're, they're abstract, but they're real. Mm-hmm. But I also love something handy, you know, so I, I've always been interested in science and tech from when I was young. I did science in school, actually, mm-hmm. um, psychology is a science, even though it's also an art. So, <laughs> so that's, that's a perfect profession. But because of my um, passion in science, somehow I'm around people that do sciences and tech. And fortunately, I married one. (laughs) Perfect. So um, my husband is an engineer. Okay, Okay, so my husband is an engineer and he does a lot of um, work with machines and things. And well, I think it was my passion that even led me to him. Attracted me. Yes, yes. Um, but the marriage has also been a fine one. We've been able to work together and mm-hmm. we manage. The, he's the founder actually of the Innovation Center. So, but I do a lot of work there and I've been able to use this technology to do my work. So, <laughs> that's how it happened. Wow. And so, most time um, I volunteer there, things I can do um, virtually, things I can do physically once I have breaks. Um, like now, <laughs> yeah. it's a break period in the academic world, but I'm in there doing some work. <laughs> mm. 
Awesome. So yes, that's how I've been doing this thing. Interesting. I think you're having fun with both ends of your work. Yes, yes. I think um, so. It's it's not something I'm beating myself to do. It, mm. It's something I enjoy. Like I told you, the passion. So yes. it's something I find easy to do. It's a language I understand. Mm. So um, it's not a difficult thing. You know, something someone pushed me into. It's something I enjoy. Yeah. Okay. So awesome. Let's let's just get into it. So today we want to look at mental health. Um, this topic sometimes is vague, you know, sometimes you don't just know how to grasp the whole and uh, the idea of mental health. Is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Is it a problem? What exactly is mental health? So it's over to you, Ma. Please just go on and let's know what mental health is exactly. Okay, so um, I won't be using the quote professional language because okay. I'm talking to a broad audience. I'm not talking to my normal audience, you know. Mm. So I want to assume I'm talking to people that they've heard of mental health it sounds simple it's something they feel they know mm-hmm. but they wouldn't want me to use this jargon so we just want me to relate to that so that's what i'm going to do now um mental health so quickly let's not use the big jargon the thing is this simply you have a headache usually take paracetamol at least you know you have a headache and try to do something ah maybe i express myself too much maybe i just take some rest you know things like that but you can pinpoint oh it's a headache okay or you're you have an ache on your leg, you hit your leg somewhere. You know what to do about it. Yeah. Okay, so people only relate with physical health, mm-hmm. but there is an aspect of health that it's abstract. You can't touch it. You can't say I, it's paining me here. It's a feeling. It's emotion, but it's also vital. Mm-hmm. So at good as it is that you take care of yourself physically, you should take care of yourself. Mentality. And if you're sick there, it's also a sickness, you know. So I know there's been a lot of discrimination around mental health, mental health challenges. So people are not quick to say, you know, the way you're quick to say, oh, I think I feel something. Yeah, I need to do something about it. People are not quick to say, oh, I think I have some problems. Yeah. I have a depression or I have, you know. And in this part of the world, it's it's not something you easily see. I'm not saying you should be proud about it, mm-hmm. but I'm going to give an instance. So I was in a, a workshop with a group of people from different parts of the world. Okay, um, Europeans, Americans, different parts of the world. Yeah. So we were making introductions, you know, your name, your field, what you're working on, different aspects. They're not all psychologists, so okay. I wasn't mentioning psychologists. So, I once said, um, okay, my name, this is what I do. And then she said, I have ADHD. And yes, as a psychologist, I, I drew back a little because <laughs> I was wondering, like, why are you saying that? Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in a workshop for something else. And then we continued. And another person said the same thing. I have ADHD. ADHD is attention deficit hyperactive disorder. Oh. Um, so it's a psychopathology. Okay, let me not use that one. <laughs> it's a mental health issue. I think yeah. it's a better way to say it. So, um, and then it dawned on me. These people are quick to say what helps them, depending mm-hmm. on the situation. Now, it wasn't a psychology workshop, so, um, and the term is more of psychology, psychiatry. So I was wondering, why do they have to tell people, diverse audience, 
the workshop yeah. they have this but when the workshop started i understood now people with ADHD have you know attention problems mm-hmm. so they mentioned that not because they felt bad not because they felt proud of it but because they felt ah if i'm going to gain from this workshop you should know this you should know yeah why would you know i don't pay attention the way normal people pay attention mm-hmm. <laughs> you understand yeah so um you may have to break things down for me and help me Understand. from my own end the way mm-hmm. yes i don't have the long attention span that others have there are different aspects of it but this was their particular problem and i wondered would this has have easily happened in nigeria no <laughs> not all <laughs> you understand yeah. because oh, <laughs> if you listen to jamie grace for example she's quick to say ah, i have tourette syndrome mm-hmm. And I keep wondering why they do that. Well, usually they do that because they want to help themselves. So, um, mental health doesn't have a psychopathological challenge in the, before you talk about it. Yeah. It can still be in the simple form. It can still be that, ah, you've noticed that you are becoming too anxious. You know, things scare you easily these days. You don't have to wait for it to become a problem and then you have to visit a psychiatric hospital before you do something about it. Or you have to see a psychologist. You can just think, ah, Becoming, beginning to stress myself this this easily for not physical things for worries you know yeah, mm-hmm. and then I really should do something about it I should help myself and when you feel it's beyond you I should seek someone to help me you know mm-hmm. that sort of thing wow so once you begin to notice something so on- I give you a typical example okay yeah it may not really be unusual it may just be It's still simple, but you know, it's it's getting frequent, you know? Okay. Let me give you this example. I think it will help. So last year, um, when the COVID lockdown began, you know, there were still cases all over the world. Nigerian case wasn't, so just that first one case that, and then they've not closed the border. Yeah. And then people were listening to news. They, ah, and they said, ah, finally, Nigeria has so many cases. Oh, they started tracking, they started doing this. And then people became scared. And then people read about the symptoms, these are the symptoms. Ah, if you cough, and then you just had this one cough, you're wondering, you see that market I went to? Mm-hmm. And then while you're still managing, you now remember that, ah, so many things are happening. So if you notice that you're beginning to pants, you're beginning to become so scared of having yeah. COVID, even though you did not go out, you should do something. You should not allow yourself to break down before you find out it's not COVID. Yeah. <laughs> you should just shut that TV off. Mm-hmm. Or something or as simple least, as that. Don't allow yourself to become so distressed before you do something about it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, block off those social media handles for a while. Just focus on yourself and on other things. Use distractions. Distraction is a technique to help yourself mentally. Use distractions that are not focused on those things that you feel is affecting you. So instead of allowing yourself to um, be so scared that you have COVID, when in fact you're not even sure the symptoms you have aren't yeah. the normal thing that usually happens to you, take a break, you know, and then get yourself back. Um, fortify yourself no more physically you now mentally mm-hmm. in whatever ways you do i'm sorry i'm a christian so one of the things i did was to take my bible mm-hmm. and read it <laughs> like my life depends on it if i have such situation okay so for you i don't know what you do but um 
that's been quite helpful. And I mean, around the world, we need to find out that the spiritual angle has been so helpful. Mm-hmm. So when you do that, you sort of come back and you're wondering, ah, was this what happened to me, really? I mean, when I think back of that COVID season, that early time last year, I keep wondering, ah, even really Nigerians. <laughs> because exactly. people were really scared. After some months, ah, I, I know many people, the words they use were, well, instead of staying in the house, and we die of hunger. Let's out. go out <laughs> exactly. and get food. <laughs> and then when we get food, if COVID happens, we know <laughs> it doesn't happen, we also know. Yeah. And I mean, people survive. And I think that's so. Um, sometimes people don't just die of the physical things that happen to them. Mm-hmm. In accident and trauma, you know that sometimes it's the shock that kills people, not the actual physical injury. Wow. So your body is not just made of your physical body, okay? Your 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 the parts you don't touch, you don't feel, have a vital role to play in your being alive and active. You know, I'll use that word. Your being healthy. So you take care of that part. I, I think that's the simplest way to explain mental health. Mm, exactly. You really you really excluded the jargon <laughs> and brought it. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to do that. Yeah, you did. You did. Okay, now, are there possible causes of mental health disorder? Are there things that trigger it? People could avoid. Um, For instance, um, people tell you to, if you're tired, rest. Okay, yes, there are triggers. Um, There are mental health issues that have been known to be genetic. Okay. For example, schizophrenia. Sorry, I have to use this word. Okay. It's one of those big jargons, but... um, I know people confuse me with a lot of things, but I, I just had to use this back loud. But I'll make it simple. It's what we call madness. Okay. Okay. Of course, we know that that is pure mental health mm-hmm. issue. But um, it's known to be genetic, um, but has triggers. Let me use that word. So if you're predisposed to a particular thing, it's possible that it now triggers that issue you have that is genetic. So triggers for such things could be trauma. You, know, you had a shocking accident, you know. Oh. You, you didn't get out well from it. It could be other things. Um, the loss of a loved one could be um, a very heartbreaking news, a, a big disappointment. So, um, so yes, if you know it's genetic, the people that know know. A few may not know. Well, if you know, because they've seen a number of people in their family have such problems, you need to take care of yourself well. Okay, you need to avoid things that may trigger such things. You need to avoid trauma. You need to avoid, you know, raising, having so much um, situation that can cause such things. Um, There was a case I was part of it, and good enough, she knew. Um, they had some genetic predisposition in their house, okay. in their family, sorry. So she had a problem. Unfortunately, she did not manage the problem so well. She had a heartbreak, actually, in relationship with oh. But it triggered off some. The beautiful thing is that she knew already that it was genetic, so she already knew where it was leading to, and she quickly sought help. Um, had to see a psychologist, had to go for psychiatric, psychiatric treatment too. But she's living a beautiful life now. Um, for some other people, they don't know 
And then by the time they realize something should be done about it, they're not the one realizing mm. their family. So, so you should take care of yourself. Yes, there could be crazy explanation to it. But then there could also be simple ones. It's it's not a chronic, you know. Um, you could be depressed for a few days. So it's not chronic depression, there's no problem with it. It becomes chronic um, when it lasts for about six months, you know. Okay. So why wait for it to become chronic? Before, before you, you do, do something, something about, about it. it, exactly. You understand? You yeah. notice that uh, you've suddenly lost interest in things that usually make you happy. You don't want to be with people. You're so angry. You're wondering what's the meaning of life. You know, life is probably something happened. Like I say, I don't know, I don't know the exact person that'll be hearing this. Yeah. But imagine it's a young person and someone really annoyed you and broke your heart and the relationship failed. I mean, that's one of the common problems or issues young people say. Um, yes, I don't blame you, you're a human being, so you feel sad, hurt for a moment. But don't dwell on it. Mm-hmm. Don't wait until your life. I mean, you don't want to get up from bed. You don't want to have your bath. You don't want to. You know, that could lead to something you don't want. So, um, talk to someone about it. You could talk to a friend. You could talk to a psychologist. I could just tell yourself. I mean, life doesn't end here. There's something yeah. beautiful out there. It may have just happened, but I think I need to get up and get the beautiful life I still have. Yes. Even if it's true. broken, that's why we have glue. Mm-hmm. I mean, we don't throw away all the broken things we have in our house. We try to get some men that how about a life? A life is more precious than the broken things we Yes, have. exactly. So we should take it more serious. It could it could also be something I mean <laughs> I've had a typical depressive time. Just a few days or a few yeah, a few days. What was it? It was my academic. I was doing so well and then suddenly I realized things weren't going the way I wanted. Um I'm sorry. <laughs> Not like I had F's. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had an F. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's people like us that that need help because if you're an A student and you have a B, mm. you feel really terrible. You feel more terrible than the normal B student. Yes. I, I mean, they'll be looking at you like, "Excuse me, that's how they <laughs> It's still a B. But yes, yeah. but um, so it was something like that. When I was in school, um, I remember that's about, I think that was about 10 years ago. Sorry, the time is so far. But I felt very terrible. I felt, I felt why things, I'm working hard, why things just not going the way I want. Mm-hmm. And I sank into a little depression. I refused to go to school. I didn't even care if I had a test. Or I remember when <laughs> wow. I had this I just didn't care. I was in day for my lectures. I was in just on my own and a few friends came around because they knew something I was wrong and I dodged them just when I think they'll come in I walk out of my hostel so they don't miss me like it was a terrible time for me I just lost interest in different things and then one of those days while I was still doing this just wondered like so that's it because so these few things you just rumble up <laughs> all that things are true away yeah you know and I think I had to do my own reflection and know look this is not the way to live life and then thank God for the friends I had to that. Um, they were persistent, like, oh, I didn't see how to do something was wrong. Like, mm-hmm. I was too smart. She must have walked away. So they really had to now cash me on a way then. I had some explanations. 
<laughs> mildly though because they need for the fragile time. Yeah. But then um, I understood well, even if I've had this, um, my life doesn't end there. There's still a beautiful life out there. And now I've mm-hmm. exactly gotten the cool I need. I can still work hard and something more beautiful may come out of this. So yes, I picked the pieces and I moved on. And I look back. I mean, like I told you, like I told you, it's about ten years. Yes. Ago. I look back now and I'm wondering, why did you do that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> imagine I continued that way, I wouldn't have life had this beautiful life. Now, true, true. Yeah. So I, I don't know who you are. You're listening to this um, whenever you do. Okay. So. I don't know what you're facing, but believe me, if you could just get up and dust your feet, mm-hmm. you know, put the high shoulder and walk out of it, you will look back a few years from now and you will wonder. Like, is that the reason? Is that really Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, wonder what, why I wanted to kill myself. True. You find that there's still a beautiful, a good, good life out there. Okay. And, um, Look, Trump will face everyone in life. You're not the only person. I know you feel yours is the worst, but nothing. It's true. There are people that when I look at what they've been through, I look at them like, how did you survive? Exactly. Okay? Yes, I know everybody is not capable of shouldering what other people shoulder. Mm-hmm. But believe me, if you were Christian, I'll tell you this. God has promised you can give us more than that. Yeah. yeah. So if you can hold on to things that will look no matter what it is, you can pull out of it and pull out from it. It's making you stronger. It's growing your muscles. It's, it's something you look back to and be like, ah, was that it? I mean, the next time it happens, it won't be that bad. Mm-hmm. So yes, um, take care of your mental health. Don't wait for it to become current. As simple as it is, um, just look back and tell yourself, um, there's still a beautiful life out there. I can't just dwell on this past. Let me look at the future. No matter how terrible you think life has become, um, I mean, one of my poems is Beauty in the Ugly. Why I love that poem is that um, no matter how ugly I've seen a situation, each time I look very well, I see a beautiful thing out of it. I'll give you a very funny one. It's actually one of the inspirations for the poem. Okay. I, I was looking out of the window one of those days and I saw a very thick cobweb. You know, those thick ones with yes. the spider there. And I was just going to say, ah, the spider, the spider. Then an ant flew in. Like, mm. oh, I pitied the ant. What an ugly situation. The spider had a feast. But while I thought about that ugly situation, I remember that that spider also was waiting for food for the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so oh, the ugly, ugly part is that an ant was caught in the web. Yeah, but the beautiful, but the beautiful part thing is that spider got food. <laughs> a spider that has hope, their Lord, my mm. daily meal. Mm. I said thank you for that daily meal. Wow. And believe me, not all ants will be caught in the web. Mm-hmm. So don't pity that ant at that, at that sorry, it was a fly. Don't pity that fly at that particular point in time because there are still other flies out there enjoying life. Mm. I mean they're also praying for their own food. Mm. So I try to see the ugly part and the beautiful part. And in the same vein, I, I remember the mango trees, you know, those ripe mango seeds when you know the mangoes everywhere. 
and then you see a bed go to this particular ripe sweet mango up mm-hmm. there <laughs> and begins to enjoy it yes, like, what <laughs> of all the mangoes <laughs> this i'm one. telling you but if you remember that ah how sad it is that mango i would have loved mm. but then that these birds need to eat True. so you have and you still have, have the yours. i mean that's too. the only yes that's not the only mango there mm-hmm. you understand you, yeah. you have so many to take from but then they have just that one and i thank you god you know like look at the best of the day your heavenly father feeds them so today's food we have it so if you look at it no matter how ugly the situation is sometimes these people come out okay um, no matter the disadvantage you had i've seen people that the very thing they thought was their disadvantage turned into their advantage yeah or into what made them shine so whatever it is just pick the pieces even if things have crashed already if it's not crashed don't allow it to crash i mean you still have a beautiful life you know some people think it's when you have a very ugly thing that has happened to you that's when you shine yeah. you don't have to have an ugly thing you have a beautiful mental life i mean keep maintaining it it's sweet it's beautiful um it's it's worth it okay mm-hmm. but if you've not had one pick up the pieces there's something beautiful that has still come out of that ugly situation something um, i think that's beautiful. what i want to say yeah. yeah okay yes okay before i let you go actually from a um a professional angle um i just want you to mention some of those things that can help us maintain um a good mental health and well-being from the uh, a psychologist angle so we can wrap it up from here okay um okay yes from a professional angle about is plain work yeah so um one of the things you can do is to use distractions okay. depending on the case or avoid distractions depending on the case mm. so where you could use distractions if you notice that you've been having pains emotional pains maybe on something um let me mention again say you've had a heartbreak or something or like i told you about my academic challenge then yeah use distractions outside that particular thing that has been happening to you okay so what you could switch to now is um forget about relationships think about helping people i mean when you help people you suddenly forget about yourself yeah it's been proven if you have depression go out help one person just one person you suddenly forget about yourself and see that life is still safe so i'm saying mm. thank you so use such distractions Okay, so that you don't focus on yourself, you focus on other people. Um, and it's it's where you have to avoid distraction. You know, avoid it. For example, um, you're giving yourself so much headache. You know, so much you're not focused. It's been affecting you, affecting so many things. You know, try and get focused. I was telling you about people that had ADHD. Yeah. So, um, the best thing to do is to break whatever you're doing the tax you're facing into chunks don't allow it to depress you just get focused and get that work done it's possible okay so yeah. um, that's in that context um, the second one is uh, live within your means mm. I mean <laughs> we are in Nigeria now we know how much you buy a cup of beans I didn't say right beans mm-hmm. as yeah. big as beans is you know now it's it's so costly i think it's even costlier than rice it is sincerely <laughs> so, so so the beans that was a poor man's food before has become mm. a rich man's food 
Yes, so if you notice such situation, don't keep buying conflicts. I know you love conflict. You love golden. You love those high-end food. Why not start, start thinking of yam? Yeah, things you can afford. You understand? I'm using this contextually because it's it's a type of analogy, but yeah. I hope you understand what I mean. True. So I know you've lived that life before, but things have changed. Don't allow yourself to continue living the life where it now gets so difficult for you. Things you can't afford, things you can't, you can't keep up with that. Not because anything was wrong with you or anything is wrong with you. Mm-hmm. But your salary is not increasing the way things are increasing in the market. Yeah, true. So just help yourself by continuing being happy, you know. Avoid those extras. You go for the basics and hope something good will come from out of it. Do you understand? Yes. So, um, and then when you don't have so high a hope, I mean, you should still set high targets for yourself. Mm-hmm. But when you don't have so high a hope, for things that you know are most likely to crash. When it crashes, you're able to take the shock. Mm. You understand? Yeah. But when you are so high and you know it's not realistic, it will be fatal, you know. So try and help yourself with those things. Um, seek help when you need it. Don't wait for things to become so bad before you seek help. Before you seek help. Okay? Yeah. yeah. Talk to friends, talk to psychologists, talk to someone you know that can help you okay but someone you also know that can give you good health I mean these days people seek for help and then they enter into more trouble problems true Please, yeah avoid that okay um and like I said I know we are not so good with that professional word volunteering yeah but it's even if you don't volunteer in quotes the professional way find a way of helping people you can make it a constant thing. Constant in the sense that you get a particular group, you help in a particular time, you have a number of hours to be busy. But even if you don't have it that way, go visit neighbors, go visit people. Make a phone call, sometimes you don't have time. Just make it, oh, it's been long I talked to this person. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the person will say, ah, thank you for calling me just at the right time. At the end, you forget your problems. Yes. You end that call, you remember, ah. You're thinking of something else, okay? So that would be helpful. Um, I was talking about using um, innovative technology. I know it's not so common over here yet. I mean, virtual reality has been found to be very helpful in perspective taking, mm-hmm. a number of things concerning mental health. Um, it's not a common thing we do here because we don't have the technologies here. If you have this and if you use it, for example, um, VR has been known to be helpful in psychiatric things, okay, in, sorry, pediatric things. Mm-hmm. So, um, or, or even in, you know, you're depressed, you sink into, you know, one of the things VR helps to do is that it immerses you into that. I know we use it a lot in video games. Yeah. <laughs> so, but still know your limits. Don't let it be addictive. Video mm-hmm. games can be good. It just gives you that period of cognitive, you know, immersion into that thing you're doing. But don't also let it, be, you know, like I told you earlier, avoid distractions. But use distractions. Mm-hmm. So try to have that balance. Yes. So um, technologies could help. So your phone could help you. For example, you use your phone for good things. I mean, I know some people condemn these things. 
But yeah. if you have a balance to it, it's very helpful. Mm-hmm. So yes, you go for to social media to do something. But also know when it becomes toxic and say I think I need to do some some other things. So if you need to delete your Twitter account, for example, you can just, you know, shut it off for a moment, mm-hmm. take a break. And then even when you come back, you may you may want to change the people you follow. Yes. Know? If you think some things, yes. So change your interests, the things that will line up in your feed will be different from the things you've always had before. So somehow you found a balance between ah, these things are so terrible and now you're using it for something good. So mm-hmm. um, those are helpful common tips. I know I could tell people. But like I told you, once it comes so much, don't wait, please seek professional help. Meet a psychologist. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. As a professional, if someone is listening and they are they are wanting to know if they can reach out to you for professional help, um, is that possible? Is there a way to get to you? Is there a way to contact you for help? Sure, you can reach out to me. If it's not something within my field of okay. specialization, I can refer you. Okay. But at least I'm there. You can reach me through my email. Okay. Chat me up on social media. Okay. Um, they can reach you. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> you can reach out to me. Yes. Yeah. Okay, but well, please, um, can you just um tell us your email address so anyone listening um, can it's Okay. All right. Thank you so, so much. Like, you'll be able to reach me. Yes. Um, sure. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for for coming on the show. I'm so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so happy. It's my pleasure. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Okay. Uh, thank you. All right. So this is where we call it a day for today. It's been awesome. Right. You have a good day. Yeah. Man. Thank you. Bye. Take care. All right. Bye. Awesome, awesome, awesome. This is 2022, people. It's a beautiful year. It's an amazing year also. And that is why we began this year talking about mental health. How do you stay strong mentally? How do you stay positive? How do you achieve all that you intend to achieve this year? You had it, guys. You had it all. So you can use distractions and you can avoid distractions, Okay. So this is Rooted and Robust Podcast. My name is Ozioma Anyoji. Don't forget, this year you must stay productive, you must stay focused, and you must take care of yourself. Because if you take care of yourself, you will be able to achieve all that you intend to achieve this year. And this is it for today. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye for now.